With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The following podcast contains strong suggestive dialogue. Viewer discretion is advised. <laughs> Good afternoon, everybody. Happy Saturday. Welcome to another installment of the Chaotic Sports Podcast right here on the Grid Network. Dare to be different? Step into the grid. The new leaders in digital media, sports, and entertainment. I'm your host and exclusive content creator, Patrick L. Brown. And we are continuing a very in-depth, intimate series on making your mental health a priority. This is part five uh, of the series. I recommend that you go back and listen to parts one through four to catch up on the most recent content. As I said to start the show, the today's podcast contains strong suggestive dialogue and viewer discretion is advised. If you're a first time listener, welcome. I greatly appreciate you taking time out of your day to listen to the podcast. Mental health Awareness Month is around the corner, coming up in May. A lot of people are dealing with it. We've talked a lot about the the ins and outs of how to improve your mental health and how you can seek the treatments that you need in order to be a better individual. And it's very personal for me as a human being, as a young black man in America. Today... The t- uh, our title of today's episode, Ducks in a Row, Preparing Now versus Later. Now, you may ask the question, why would I title it Ducks in a Row? Simple. You want to make sure everything is in order the way you want it if something were to happen. Everything that's going on in our society right now. We don't know what tomorrow's going to bring. We don't know if we're going to wake up tomorrow or not. But it's best that you make sure that everything is in stone before your 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 day comes to to to, see, to go home. Going to be talking a lot today about life insurance and all that good stuff, and why I feel it's important to have. The day that you're born versus having it later on in life. We've got a lot of stuff to really dive into. So we're going to go ahead and get the show started. First topic of this episode today and part five of Make Your Mental Health a Priority. Making sure that you have life insurance. This is very important. In the society we live in, there's a lot of reckless people. You could be at the wrong place, wrong time, and and something go AWOL. And you can be in harm's way. This is very important to my younger listeners that you have a life insurance policy. 
I would recommend you to enroll in life insurance. The technology that we have today, people are more consumed with making a reel or anything for social media versus keeping their eyes on the road. Or it could be sitting in your house and a dispute occurs and you there be a, a stray bullet or something hit the house or you could be outside minding your own business and gunshots sound off. It's being prepared for the unknown. And this is where life insurance comes into play. You get life insurance through your employer or you get life insurance through your auto insurance company. It doesn't cost a whole lot to have life insurance. It helps cover the funeral expenses and whatnot and, you know, kind of help take some of the burden off your family. Speaking from experience, this is something I learned very early on in my uh, teenage years. When I turned 18 or 19 years old, I went ahead and got me a life insurance policy. Now, my grandfather had one on me the day that I was born. But as I got older, I realized the importance of having that coverage on yourself because you never know when or where you were going to need it in a worst case scenario. I've had my life insurance policy since I was about, yeah, roughly when I was about 20, whenever I got my, my other car, I went ahead and got a life insurance policy. I wish more and more young adults, teenagers, in the world we live in with social media, I would hope and pray that you have life insurance. The technology that we have that we're consumed with, making reels, doing vlogs, all that stuff while we're trying to drive, it's not safe. There is ways that you can enroll in your life insurance, talk to an agent, sit down and talk to your family to see what kind of policy and an X amount of dollars that you need the policy for. And have someone as your beneficiary. You want to have all this stuff in place. The reason why I say that. The mental wear and tear that it puts on your family. By not having it. Because that's money that they had to take out of their savings. And 401k. Whatever the case may be. To have, you know, make sure you have the proper funeral services and whatnot. It also pays to have. Enough coverage, that way you don't have to worry about any unnecessary debt in the process after the funeral services and whatnot. It's very important. I cannot stress this enough. There's too many young adults losing their lives in reckless manners. Wrong place, wrong time. And we see it every day on the news. I have nothing against GoFundMe accounts by any stretch of the imagination. But I often ask myself and I ask those around me, how many of us sitting at this table have has a life insurance policy, whether it be through our, our employer or through our auto insurance company? Recommendation would be you might want to check into that. You never know when you're going to need it. We see a lot of of the Hollywood entertainers and whatnot who don't have life insurance. Because they never think about that stuff. Rappers and entertainers, I mean, they don't have this stuff. Some do because they're smart with their money and they invest it in the right areas. But when you don't have that money, it puts a burden on everybody around you. Regardless of how you look at it. A lot goes into that. It's best to have a paper trail for your life insurance. For that matter. That way, when push comes to shove, you've got that policy to present whenever you go into the business office of a funeral home 
and you can give them a check to pay for the services. It's a lot of, lot of anxiety that goes into that. And when I say anxiety, just if you've ever had to sit through a business meeting and making homegoing arrangements, you start to realize that how, how important life insurance is. There's a lot that goes into that and homegoing services are not cheap. They are not cheap. We'll discuss that later on in the show. But you always want to make sure that you have that life insurance policy, ladies and gentlemen. My younger listeners, I recommend that you sit down with your parents or your insurance agent and make sure that you have enough of a policy to cover those expenses. Moving on to the next topic, have a written will ahead of time. For those who are elderly or if you're married and a sickness or illness occurs in your in your life, it's best to have a, a, a will so there's no discrepancies or confusion in your family and your loved ones. A lot of times we see a lot of bickering and arguing over who gets what. Siblings at each other's throats, widows and all this other stuff, it's it's unnecessary. As someone who has dealt with it and whenever my grandfather passed away, I can remember sitting in the business office of the funeral home and we're looking over how to go about doing stuff. Now credit, my grandfather had everything in stone before he passed away in December 31st, 2014. A year before that, or two years before that, everything the way he wanted it, who got what, was written into a will. It's it's very important to have that document because you never know. If somebody comes in and says, well, I was left this, this, and this, not according to what the will says. The will's in black and white. It's notarized. And that's the way it's supposed to be. You have to take care of that ahead of time before that individual passes away. Because once all that's said and done, it is an ongoing battle on to who gets what. Personal possessions, finances. It is... It's nerve-wracking. And the reason why it's nerve-wracking is when you don't have everything in order. When everything is out of sorts, out of place, you end up putting your mental health in harm's way. Because you're trying to make everybody happy without pissing somebody off. Nine times out of ten, there's going to be a disagreement of some sort. And when it pertains to finances, that's where most of the confusion comes in. It's very, very important that you have a will, wrote out, notarized, it's documented, and you have life insurance. Two important necessities that you need in order to keep yourself out of that particular situation with leaving the burden on your loved ones to try to figure out. It's also very important that everybody agrees upon it on who gets what. After the funeral expenses and all that is settled, then everything's divvied up. But if it's written out ahead of time, hey, you're the coast is clear. It's always very important that you have everything in stone. So, to avoid discrepancies, confusion, And a lot of disagreements and a lot of strife. A lot of this can be avoided by having a a written will. Some people don't think about that because, you know, we're not going to live forever. Truth be told, 
I believe that you should have that stuff written years in advance, in all honesty. I know things happen. People get divorced, remarried, whatever the case may be. There's a lot of things that we can avoid in order to keep peace in an hour of grief. It's heartbreaking enough having to bury a loved one. But it's even more heartbreaking when you have to figure out how that individual may have wanted it and you not have anything to back it up. One person may call the shots and the others may not agree. At the end of the day, that handwritten will that's documented and notarized by an attorney of some sort is the one that says, this is the way your loved one wanted it. We can't change it. This is the date it was signed. All of you agreed to it. Leave it at that. Because when you go through all that and you don't have a will, trust me, there's going to be a lot of naysayers. There's going to have people who are going to want some say. It's very important that you have that will ready to present. That way, when you go to sit down in, in a discussion with your love, your siblings and the family, this is what this is. This is what it is. We're not changing nothing. We refuse to change anything because this is the way this person wanted it. Something that I sat through, something that I took mental notes on. And I believe that this is one of the essentials that you need. Trying to eliminate as much debt as possible. Debt is something that we try to avoid as young adults and adults. There's no way around it because we all make bad financial decisions and poor investments throughout life. When a person is on, on get ready to leave here and go on to glory, go home to glory, you want to make sure that everything is paid up to date. And what isn't paid up to date, you try to knock out. When you get ready to write that check for the funeral services as a deposit, you shouldn't be sitting at that bit in the business office thinking about the debt that's left behind. In that particular moment, you have to just go forward. Because at the end of the day, you have to put that person, make sure they get the proper homegoing services that they intended to have prior to their their last days. It's sad, and that's something that we all tend to struggle with. I can remember sitting in the business office and we're going through what's, you know, going through the different packages. And it's just like, man, this is a lot of money for two days. Some people would rather do it in one day, have a funeral and the visitation in one day versus spreading it out. That's fine and dandy. But just for the sake of for the sake of the conversation, sometimes it's just best to do it in one day in order to eliminate the anxiety and the overbearing emotions that everyone is dealing with. I remember sitting in that office and I'm looking at the numbers like this doesn't add up like this. It's expensive. Having a funeral is expensive. But you want to give your loved one the proper homegoing services that they deserved. They may not be here to see it in the physical, but spiritually, they're, they can have the best seat in the house because they can just they can sit back and enjoy it from the heavens. It's not easy. Everybody's at wit's end because you don't want to spend a whole lot of money 
But at the same time, it's like, man, you don't want to go get this package because you're shortchanging yourself. You want to get this package, but it's it costs too much. One way or another, you want to make sure that you that that you have the least amount of debt possible before you leave here. It's not easy to cope with. That's why it's important to have zero amount of debt. As much as less the least amount of debt you have, the less overbearing it is for your family to try to take care of. House notes, car payments, whatever the case may be. It's very important. And I feel that it's important to have the least amount of debt possible to avoid that that burnout. Having a family meeting to discuss the scenarios without disagreeing or arguing with one another. This is one key point indicator that can make or break. The oldest sibling is pretty much going to be left in charge. The younger siblings are going to have their their say. And there's probably going to be some disagreements, but don't blow it out of proportion. As we've seen in movies and TV shows, it's it, it can go either way, especially when money's involved. When someone passes or they're on the verge of saying goodbye... And you don't have this stuff in order. It's best to have that meeting. Months in advance. Before that day comes. It's not easy. But siblings. Are going to have their disagreements with one another. It's There's no way around it. But if there's a lot of. Passive aggressive. Dialogue. It's going to upset some. But at the end of the day, you have to come to realization that everybody's emotional. Everybody is hurting. At the end of the day, you need to make sure that all minds and ears are clear. If this stuff is planned ahead of time, rest assured, there shouldn't be any disagreements or discrepancies. You need to have those meetings. They may be uncomfortable conversations. But the wise man once said, I won't live forever. But I need you all to have yourselves together before I leave. Have everything ready the way that I want it. Please do that. It's not easy. Everybody's emotional. Because at that particular moment in time, we think to ourselves, you know, moms and pops ain't going to live forever, you know, but these are things that need to be in place. Because when you don't want to be sitting in a hospital on that day that your loved one says goodbye and nothing's in order, everybody's hurting Everybody grieves, but the biggest majority of the responsibility falls on the oldest sibling. With that being said, you should always have those meetings and conversations ahead of time. That way you have a feel for how everything needs to go. A family meeting is important. You shouldn't be having a family meeting the day that you have to go up to the business office and try to get a homegoing service situated. You need to have that ahead of time. I know it's difficult and everybody has their own schedules, but the less wear and tear you put on everybody, the better off you'll be. Ensure that you have a, a power attorney. This is very important. The oldest sibling in the family is usually the one that speaks for everybody. 
the trustworthy sibling with the brains is the one who basically handles the you know the business aspect of it it's a lot of work it's a lot of anxiety because you want to keep everybody happy in our grief the oldest sibling has to make some tough decisions it's not easy we've all been there it's not fun because you have to make some decisions that nobody's going to agree with as far as how the services and everything should go controlling over the estate is one thing if you leave a house note and whatnot that's unpaid for it's a decision that you have to make whether to keep the house or to sell it you have to have that power attorney that can say this is the way mom's and Pops wanted us. This is the way they wanted it. Without that power attorney. You don't have no backbone. You have no buffer. The power attorney. Is is the agent. Is a sports agent to a degree. To throw the sports uh, analogy in there. You need that buffer. Because if you go into. The business office. With no backbone. You're going to get road railed. And you're going to get screwed over. Going to be paying more money than what you should have. The power attorney is going to be able to speak for everybody. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The consensus of how this should go occurs during that family meeting is when that individual should be appointed. And it's usually the oldest individual, the trustworthy sibling of of the family who has the strongest mind and the head on their shoulders where it needs to be. That individual is is responsible for just about everything. But it's up to the other siblings to be there for the for that for their sibling as well. To back them up. To be supportive morally. Because it's not easy. When the oldest sibling has to lay down the law according to the way that it was laid out, everybody has to follow suit and stay in line. You may make a lot of people mad, and there are some people that may not understand. But at the end of the day, that's the way it was supposed to be. Outside sources should not have nothing to do with it. You should not consult other individuals outside of your family on how to go about doing things. Develop a close-knit will to a degree. Because that power attorney is going to need all the moral support that he or she can get. Because once they're appointed by their loved one, that's who they're going to depend on to, you know, to keep the, keep the ball rolling as if they were here. It's not easy. It's difficult. It's a lot of stress and anxiety. And it can be depressing. Because when you're stuck with making the arrangements, making sure all the checks and balances are lined up, everybody gets their money, they're supposed to get it. It's a lot of work. And when there's constant people in their ears telling them what to do, how to go about it, and it gets overbearing. Something that the oldest sibling has to realize. They too can get burned out. Because while they're trying to be the strong individual for everyone in the family, when it's all said and done, they take time to grieve behind closed doors. It's not easy. 
because they go through so much being that power attorney. They go through so much to a point where it takes them a few weeks to readjust, to go back to the try to get their life back in order. After all that is said and done, everyone needs therapy because everybody grieves differently. You have to do what's necessary to take care of your mental health after the, the passing of a loved one. Speaking from experience, I didn't handle handle that too well. Even as I sit here today and think about it, on numerous occasions, I say to myself, I could have handled that better. I could have done this a lot better. Yes, I'm human. And I made some ill-advised decisions upon, you know, how I handled my grief. But at the end of the day, I have to do what's best for me in my coping mechanisms. It's difficult because every sibling is hurting. Some tune out. Some go to therapy. Some do what they can to, to cope. But we should not allow others to dictate our emotions during that time. What's what's crazy is you get the food trays, fruit baskets, all that stuff, flowers. Everybody's calling you, messaging you to see if you're all right. But once all that stops, reality sets back in. That's when the real grieving process starts. Even those who are not really emotional, they tend to be emotional. Because it's difficult for them to accept the fact that their loved one is no longer here in the flesh. It plays in our psyche. When you're at the funeral home or at the church, the chapel, you see them laying there in the casket physically. But at the end of the day, we should celebrate the life that they lived. They lived a good life. To me, homegoing services, they're emotional. But at the same time, I look at it as a celebration of life. Yes, we're on the natural, we're sad, and we cry human emotions but in the spiritual realm we we should know that they crossed over to glory as difficult as that may sound to say and if you're listening you should be in a in a safe space knowing that your loved one went to heaven that they walked that they crossed over and they got to meet the creator. They got to see all their all their loved ones, their siblings that passed away when they were in, in their heyday. It's very difficult. I'm not a fan of funerals by all accounts. I'm not. I'm just going to be honest with you. I'm not a fan of them. Funeral homes, hospitals, nursing homes trigger my anxiety because I can feel the emotions as I'm walking through the doors that's no lie for me I have to step outside and breathe a little bit because when I walk through those doors I can I get too anxious and I get too nervous and next thing I know I'm I'm moody and depressed because everybody else is moody and depressed. It's not good for any of us. Because when you walk in there, everybody's talking. And then you keep looking up at the casket and you see your loved one laying there. It's like they should still be here physically. But their spirit lives on through all of us. It's sad and it's difficult to explain to younger kids, you know, about the circle of life. Death is the next phase 
of love. We love them here on earth, and we'll love them after they're gone. I honestly believe in my heart of hearts that someone we love and care about doesn't leave us. There's been many nights that I can still see my grandfather sitting in his chair at the house, at my grandparents' house, looking out the window. And I would walk in. I could see myself walking in through the back door and sitting down and talking to him. I've had many dreams about my grandpa since he's been gone. And it'll be, let's see, it'll be nine years this coming December. It'll be nine years. Time flies. There's not a day that goes by that I don't think about him. Because I know he would be proud of me. I've got a good job. I've, you know, been open and vulnerable about my mental health. He would be proud of me. There's not a day that goes by that I don't, you know, wish I could just see him. But I know he's my guardian angel. Through all the, the hell that I've been through the last few years. With my mental health and... Everything and, you know, people who have tried to hurt me along the way. I know that he would say, son, you go, there's, there's going to be a lot of people who are going to come and go. But the main thing is you stay true to yourself. And I've done just that. I know he'd be proud of my cousin and the, and the woman she's become and the mother successful my other cousin he would be proud of her as well it's just a whole lot of things that he didn't get to see before he passed lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And the more I think about it sometimes, I, I just say, Lord, I wish I could... You know, I can just talk to him just one more time. I wish I can pick up the phone and just hear his voice. But I know he's watching over me. He's guiding me through all this. Even as I sit here today and I struggle from, you know, one day to the next. I often remember what he told me one day as we were sitting in the house. He looked at me and said, Patrick, whatever you do, don't fall victim to the to society. Don't let society dictate who you are as, as, a, as a black man. There's a lot of people who are going to come along and they're going to try to hurt you. Even people in the family. And I kind of sit there that particular day and I said, what do you mean by that? He said, a wise, a wise man learns from his mistakes, but a fool never will. And I sat there and I looked at him and I said, well, I didn't want to take your word for it. And it was several years later when I found out some things were revealed to me in dreams and it finally hit me what he was saying people who I thought were in my corner wasn't that hurt but he knew it before I did and throughout this journey it's been hell and high water but I'm still standing everything that I do and he always told me, whatever, whoever the, the young woman is 
that I end up marrying. She's going to be the luckiest and blessed woman in the world. And I looked at him and said, I, I believe you're right. In due time, in due season, we'll cross paths. It's only crazy until it happens, as Pastor Michael Todd always says. Whenever that day comes, Pops, I'll be sure to thank you. And I know you're you're going to be looking down on that particular day, and and I'll probably be an emotional wreck. But I'll be an emotional wreck for all the right reasons. Moving on to the more you prepare, the less stress that you'll have later on. If you prepare and put all the ducks in a row, you're going to be all right. It's not easy, but it's better to prepare now versus later. Each and every day that passes is another opportunity for preparation. Because we never know when that particular individual is going to be in the hospital or in the nursing home and the doctors come in and say there's not much more that they can do. That day will eventually come. You have to prepare yourself mentally, emotionally, spiritually. It's not easy. I keep saying that phrase over and over, but it's the truth. We don't know when that individual is going to, you know, go to go to heaven. We don't know when they're going to say their final words. But if you prepare yourself now, the less stress you'll have to deal with later on. The emotional aspect of it will be there. The mental aspect of it will be there. But if you prepare yourself ahead of time, the only notion that I can give you is that you'll be able to handle it in a proper manner. It's not easy whatsoever. We tend to think our loved ones are going to live forever. Some live to grow old in age. They get to live past a certain number. That's a blessing. But at the end of the day, we have to see St. Peter. St. Peter has to come in and make a visit. That's what my grandpa always told me. He asked me if I believed in angels. I said, yes. He said, we all have to see St. Peter one of these days. And I sat there and I was like, what are you saying there, Pops? He said, well, I'm not going to live forever there, son. You're the oldest of the grandkids. And you're going to have to make decisions. One of these days, the shoe is going to be on your foot. That's why I'm preparing you now versus later. Being the oldest of the grandkids, there's... See, three, four, there's six of us. There's six grandkids and <laughs> six great grandkids all together. And I'm the oldest. And the younger ones, you know, my my initiative is to try to make sure that they're prepared as well. My niece and nephew are part of the great-grandkids and sometimes it's difficult for them to understand a lot of things they wasn't born when my grandfather passed away but they've they've kind of kind of grew into knowing you know this you know the emotional aspect of it my niece is probably the one that's going to be the most difficult one to to deal with because she deals with anxiety herself, separation anxiety. She's a little bit of emotional at times. And, you know, it, it's, it's human nature. It's not easy doing everything the way people may not agree to. 
Preparation is key. Reason why it's key is because the more you do now, the better off you'll be. A lot of people go through the emotions, but they don't know how to handle them when it's all said and done. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We all fall into those dark sunken places. We go dark mode on everybody. We cut off all communication with certain friends and in order to avoid any more emotions that we're dealing with I've been there from time to time you've been there from time to time preparation is key for your mental physical emotional health because there's ripple effects that can go in any direction yeah, we've all had our mopey moments. We've all had our moments of truth. But at the end of the day, it's best to prepare. Approach each day with preparation. Don't always jump to conclusion. Usually your first conclusion. Study and observe good notes whenever you... You know, whenever the will's written out. Everybody's going to have something to say. Rather it be your siblings. You know, the, the spouse of the loved one. Particular aunts, uncles. Their siblings. A lot is written into that. Being the power attorney comes with great responsibility it's not easy to sit back and say this is the way it's going to go you as that individual have you have to study your notes you have to I wouldn't say rehearse it but you have to make mental notes you have to look at yourself and say okay Key point indicator here, 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 and here. And highlight. Take more notes. You know, all that's going to help you into making rightful judgment and peaceful decisions for everybody. We all go through this thinking that we're going to, we're going to be okay. But when it's time to make decisions... You always got to make sure that you have your notes and everything ready to go. You keep track of it. Keep a paper trail. Notarizing. Have it on your, your laptop. Have it on a file. Whatever you need to do to make sure that you have all this stuff ready. Because if you jump to your first conclusion, you're going to screw something up. It's best to Sit down, study to a degree, make sure everything is dotted and crossed. That's the main thing. It's very important. Last but not least, there's going to be conflict. Eliminate distractions that come with the stress. That right there. Is the sticking point for me. There's always going to be conflict. It's going to play a big role. In anything that you do. When you have to put ducks in a row. People may not understand it. But at the end of the day. They should respect you for it. Knowing. That you've done everything. Everything. That has been asked of you. 
to make sure that your loved one is properly laid to rest by having your ducks in a row. Conflict comes, that's without question, but it's how you handle it in order to move forward. Yes, all this plays into your mental health and all of it has ripple effect. We have been there, we've been down that journey and it's then you learn something every day. These are conversations that we don't have with our families. We talk about everything else under the sun except this. This to me, this series on mental health has been very intimate and vulnerable for me. This is probably the most important part of the series, part five. I would say part two or three. But this right here, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, this is the most intimate one, in my humble opinion. Because you have to have everything in place. This is important. Ducks in a row. Preparing for now versus later. The more you prepare now, the better off you'll be. Mental health is very important. There's more parts to this series that's coming. And with mental health awareness roughly two weeks away, this series may continue for the next few weeks. I know this is a little bit of out of the the norm for chaotic, but I started this series and I just ran with it. There's been a lot of feedback, a lot of positive feedback. I greatly appreciate you all taking time out of your day to listen. Feel free to leave a comment on Spotify or Apple, iHeartRadio, wherever you may listen to the podcast. And I'll see it one way or another. Let's continue to keep the dialogue of mental health going. It's very important to have these conversations. Because you never know when that day is going to come. When you have to put your loved one to rest. Preparation. For now versus later. Having all your ducks in a row. It's very important. Financially. Spiritually. Intimately. Physically. Emotionally. And mentally. All this has. An effect on us. One way or another. That is all the time we have for today's show. Be sure to like, share, comment, subscribe to The Grid. Be sure to check us out on on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, wherever you may listen to your podcasts. This is a very, very intimate series, and I'm, this, I'm very proud of this so far. I know it's been... A few weeks, but we're going to be discussing this subject matter for the next few weeks. Mental health is, I believe it's my calling card to try to help others. It's been a hell of a journey for me, and I'm still learning. People often ask me, you know... Why am I so open about it? It's like there was a time in my life I didn't know if I wanted to be here anymore. I'm just being honest. I'm being very open. Very honest. And vulnerable. But I got to thinking about my niece and nephew. My mom. And a man that has been a father-like figure to me since I was 17 years old. 
I thought about how that would affect them. And I know that I can keep moving forward. As crazy as that may sound, and you can probably tell in, in my voice that it's emotional. It's been an uphill battle. I'm not saying I'm perfect, but I'm I'm a human being of flesh and blood. I'm made human enough to make mistakes. I thank God that, you know, for another day, another opportunity to say, Lord, I thank you for waking me up this morning. I woke up in my right mind. I may not have it all together, but rest assured, the best is yet to come. Maybe struggling in some areas right now, but with God on my side and by his grace and mercy, I know I can do anything. I may not be a biological father at this advanced age, but one day I know I'll be the best father to my kids I can be. To be the best husband to my wife. If you're listening future queen, just know that every day is an opportunity to better myself. Preparation. I've been preparing for many years. And when we cross paths, it's going to be a great, beautiful day. It'll be well worth the wait. Rest assured, it's only crazy until it happens. Everything that I do with my life, my legacy, is from my niece and nephew. They are the inspiration and the motivation behind chaotic. And the reason why I spell it with two K's is because their initials are K. Hopefully in the next few days, you may hear them on the next episode of Chaotic. I'm trying to get that worked out to try to get them behind the mic so you all can hear the voices and inspiration behind this beautiful podcast on the Grid Network. It has been a journey for me, ladies and gentlemen. I've been doing this podcast for, I want to say, maybe since August of 2022, somewhere along in there. And I've come a long way. My niece and nephew are my biggest fans. They are the biggest supporters of what I do. They listen to every episode that I send to my mom. I don't know where I would be without my niece and nephew, in all honesty. I, I don't know where I would be. They saved me from doing harm to myself. At a time where everything was chaotic, back in 2018, they gave me another reason to become a better individual. Taking on that role as a father-like figure, I had no clue what I was about to experience. Raising or co-raising a one-year nephew, one-year-old nephew and a six-week-old niece who was still a newborn. The first time I laid eyes on my niece, my heart melted. I said to myself, here's this delicate newborn and the situation that they were in, I had a greater purpose. It hasn't been easy, but rest assured, we are learning and we are growing.
with each and every day. I watched her go from a little a little a little girl in her shell and she's starting to come out of it a little bit. She has her moments, but you know, I think all kids go through that that phase of being shy and introvert. She's an introvert by fault, by design, just like I am. We share the same birthday number five. I knew, I know in my heart of hearts that my niece and nephew were put in my life for a reason. It hasn't been easy. I keep saying that phrase. It's not easy. We've laughed. We've cried. We've had our spats of, you know, trying to, you know, remind them that I'm an adult and they're a kid. I say this, that if I were a child, I'd be their best friend. That's just because that's the kid in me sometimes when I see other kids and they look up to me. And then this has been something that I've known for years, being a, a camp counselor when I was in high school and Understanding that kids are, they're unique. They've got their own personalities. A lot of kids looked up to me and they still do today. I was able to go to the baseball field today for one of my cousin's sons had a youth baseball game today. and It's brought back a lot of memories of growing up as a kid. I was like, man, I miss being a kid. They say adulting is is not fun. When you're a kid, you you can't wait till you grow up. I got news for you, youngsters. Stay kid while you can. Enjoy life. Enjoy growing up with your with your friends. My niece and nephew, ladies and gentlemen, I love them with every ounce of energy in my body. We have been through hell and high water, but they know that I love them. They may work my nerves sometimes, but they're kids. I try not to let it get to me because I too was a child at one point in time. I love the fact that my niece and nephew are eager and they want to learn about Recording a podcast. How to edit. That makes me a proud uncle. That they're taking the initiative. To see something that I'm doing. That they want to do. Trust me. When they get behind this mic. Don't be surprised. If they talk more than I do. It's going to be new to them. And they may talk a little louder. Than they should. Into the microphone. So hopefully. I get that taken care of where we can share the mic and they can both have their say. So hopefully within the next episode or two, you'll hear their voices and I'll you'll get to meet my niece and nephew, the prince and princess of Chaotic. Or in this case, the king queen of chaos I'll leave it at that I know they're going to be listening I love them as if they were my own kids for me it's been an emotional journey I've been with them every step of the way my nephew and my mom were having a conversation a few weeks ago and I guess they had seen, they had these little piggy banks. And my nephew asked the question, you know, about the piggy bank. And I guess the, the, the conversation went along was, well, Uncle Pat loves us. I do. I thank the world of y'all. Hopefully when I get this degree and transition with my job, 
Hopefully we can go celebrate. And no, we're not going to Chuck E. Cheese's. <laughs> we're not going to Chuck E. Cheese's. I can't do Chuck E. Cheese's. It's a little bit nerve-wracking for me. We'll do something that's suitable. Maybe go to the movies. Taking them to the, their first movie. Hopefully next weekend. Kind of, you know, get that them experience. Have the movie theater experience. I'm looking forward to that. I don't know who's more excited about that, me or them. So, we've got, that's all the time we have for today's show. Thank you so much for taking time out of your schedules to listen. Be sure to like, share, comment, subscribe to the Grid Sports Network where you can find my show along with my other podcast, The Form of Los Angeles Lakers Podcast. Go check that out. Got a lot of content creators over there. Shout out to all my my great teammates. We're doing a lot of great things over there, ladies and gentlemen. Please subscribe. Tell a friend, tell a friend. Please do support the content. Also swing over to the grid uh, spreadsheet web page where you can find my merchandise along with the other content. Um, uh, content creators merchandise as well we've got t-shirts we got hoodies long sleeve shirts mugs split stickers mouse pads you name it it's over there at the at the grid spreadshop.com you can find all kinds of stuff please support the, the web page support the merchandise we greatly appreciate it that is all the time i have for today be sure to take care of your your mental, your physical, intimate, and spiritual health. If you know anybody that needs help, please seek therapy. Please seek counseling. It's okay to not be okay. Take care of yourself. Have a great weekend. Stay safe. As always. This is Patrick L. Brown, your host and content creator. See you all next week for part six. God bless. I love y'all. Be easy. Make sure you have your ducks in a row. Peace out. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.